Welcome to my MACD life and powered by the Support Site Foundation. This podcast is about macular degeneration and the devastating impact it has on millions of people and their families every single day, 365 days a year. Our mission is simple, to bring hope, optimism, perspective, and education to our listeners. So tune in, buckle up, and put your listening ears on. Here are your hosts, Don Prawl and Sean Doyle. Hello, everyone, and welcome to my MACD Life. I'm your co-host, Sean Doyle, professional speaker, trainer, and book author. And I'm here today with my co-host, the lovely and talented, the amazing, the incredible, the irreplaceable, Don Prawl, the founder and executive director of the Support Site Foundation and a visionary. Hey, Don. Hey, Sean. Hi, everyone. We're happy you've joined us. We're excited to bring you some great information, education, and inspiration. We really want to make a difference in the life of people who are suffering with MACD, and we call it My MACD Life. And Don, one other thing. What's that, Sean? We're We're going going to to have fun. I got to tell you, everyone out there listening, I'm really excited about our guest segment this episode for a lot of reasons, but I'm going to tell you the main one. AMD Central, amdcentral.org, that's A-M-D-C-E-N-T-R-A-L.org, brand new website brand new resource. If you've got macular degeneration or someone you know, someone you love, someone you know, you got to go there and you got to share it with everyone you know. Because our guest in this episode is Alana Yellen. And Alana is, uh, she's going to tell the audience, tell all of you about herself and her role in making that happen and bringing this to the fore. And it's really important. So stay tuned and listen in because this is where we're going to give you all the nitty gritty. Support for today's My MACD Life podcast comes from Healthy Vision Association, Novartis, Vespero, Centric Bank, and Hinkelstein & Associates. And our guest today, Alana Yellen, was integral in making this happen. And she's joining us and going to tell the story. Hi, Alana. Hi, Don. Thanks for having me. Of course. We love having you here. So you heard the introduction, uh, you know, spelled out the uh, URL or the address online, uh, amdcentral.org. And so we're going to tell folks about what AMD Central is and why they need to check it out. So Alana, would you tell our listeners what your role is, what you had, what you did, who you are, and just give them a little introduction to you? Yeah, it's great to be here. So I work at Evoke Kine, and we are an award-winning communications agency. Have to put that plug in there. And (laughs) we use our insights and experience and creativity to really advance the health and well-being of people around the world. We have a lot of experience working with foundations and nonprofits like the Support Site Foundation, as well as those that were also involved in creating AMD Central, as well as government organizations and a lot of big pharma companies and biotech companies to address some unmet health issues. So we help them create programs that achieve change. We use our passion to just break down barriers and deliver tailored programs that meet our clients' goals. We do a lot of communications, which can involve writing different pieces, creating videos, creating different graphics, everything in between to make sure that patients can easily understand healthcare-related information. You are experts at breaking things down in a way that lay people in a way that patients, in a way that consumers can better understand them and benefit from them. Is that correct? Yes. I think that's one of the one of the many things we do is really help create different kinds of 
materials and communications pieces that the, an average person can understand to make sure that they're getting the information that they need. It's complicated. And so you work with pharmaceutical companies and organizations like the Support Site Foundation and others who are real advocates for those patients, correct? Yes, correct. So let's dig in a little bit and tell people some background. Like one of the things we do on My MagD Life is we want people to better understand and help them better understand that there's a lot that goes on behind the scenes. There are people, all kinds of people out there who are working really hard to help them know more about their macular degeneration, to understand more, to learn more. You know, that's the purpose of my MACD life. That's the purpose of what AMD Central is. So I have to tell the audience that I was involved directly in the project. I'm very proud and happy to say, because we knew that there was not anything else out there like this. And we knew that we had to do it. So I'm going to start off by explaining to people behind the scenes, this is a collaboration, which makes it really unique and exciting, of key macular degeneration organizations who provide patient education, who work really hard on funding the research to find new cure, a cure or new treatments for macular degeneration. And we've never come together before like we did with this amazing collaborative project. So it's pioneering in that regard. Other diseases that some of our listeners may suffer from or, or live with, like car, you know, heart conditions or arthritis or other diseases, the nonprofits and the organizations in, in those spaces have done similar things, but we've never done it for macular degeneration or MACD, as we call it. So this was a first. And so tell folks what it was like for you to work on this collaboration. Yeah, it was really a good experience. I've worked with um, bringing together different organizations before to achieve a common goal or, you know, create a, a different product or project or whatever the case might be. But this was my first really in working with organizations in the ophthalmology community. So this was really neat and got to learn a lot from each of you about the different things that you work on and the community that you serve. In that way, it was, it was great and a good learning experience. John, as you know, the Support Site Foundation was kind of the driver, I would say, in, uh, in some of this and in taking somewhat of a leading role, though all founders put in equal input and contributed resources equally and everyone had a say and vote in what was going on and how the website ultimately developed. Between you, we worked with the Support Site Foundation on this project, Bright Focus Foundation, MD Support, Prevent Blindness, and the American Macular Degeneration Foundation. And by the way, we're going to list all those organizations on our website, mymagdlife.org, so people can check those out. So here we are. We're all collaborating. We're bringing these experts organizations to the table and really developing a partnership. That's the scenario that we want people to understand because I think a lot of consumers, a lot of people out there think we do that anyway, but we really don't. So AMD Central was really a first of its kind website. And I think this collaboration between these organizations was also a, a first of its kind experience in that you all came together for this common cause. Let's break it down about what amdcentral.org is. AMD Central, it's an, a website, it's an online resource, and it curates trusted information and support tools from leading patient advocacy organizations, as Dawn mentioned, the five that we just went through, in one convenient, accessible spot um, that helps people with AMD really live their best lives. Everything's just all in one place to make it super easy for people to access. The site itself is designed with their needs in mind in terms of functionality, colors, font size, everything is really tailored to people who have uh, vision loss issues.
one of the primary goals was to make it easy and accessible. And, you know, we get calls all the time on our, our Care and Share hotline from people who don't know where to go once they're retina doc or their ophthalmologist had said, you know, look, we see some drusen or you've got macular degeneration. And unfortunately, there might not be anything we can do about it, which makes me cringe when I hear people tell me that. But this is their next step. What the reason we created this was because it's devastating. And many of you listening have had that happen. And so now what do I do? So now this resource is out there on the internet. The resource is out there. You can look at it. Is the doctor going to tell them about that? I mean, the hope is that there will be doctors being able to promote this website uh, in visits with patients and potentially in other ways. You mentioned it can be very overwhelming. You just don't know where to start. There's so much information out there. And how do you know what's the best or the right right information for you? So we're hoping that between podcasts like this, where the word can get out to everyone and through, yes, through doctors, it would be great that they can share this news with their patients and direct them at least to the website, patients and and their loved ones who help care for them, because that's really important. That's right. And caregivers, because I mean, if you, if you can't see your computer or you don't use your computer, how are you going to access that? Well, it's through a caregiver, a loved one, a grandchild, a son or a daughter, someone who can help you, who could read the information to you, who could check out the resources that are listed. And by the way, let's talk about that. So it's simple to use and easy. It's not bogged down with all kinds of stuff people don't need. What's this starter pack? The starter pack is some starter pack rather is something that we developed for people who might be new to the AMD community. There are some key pieces of information that help you manage and understand the disease a little bit more and kind of cover a range of different things. So um, starting out with some basics about what macular degeneration is. Do people download these? How do they get them? Yeah. So you can click on them. There's links on AMD Central on the starter pack portion of the website. You can click on them and download them, or some of them are audio clips you can listen to as well, or watch on a video if you're able to do so. So it's something that's really easy for anyone who's visiting the site to access. And again, spans everything from some basics about MACD, as Dawn, I know you like to call it, and then some other things about, you know, more practical tips perhaps about foods to eat for better vision, home modifications you can make, how you stay motivated when you're having a rough day with your vision loss, things like that. Just kind of some basic information for anyone who's new to this journey. This is trusted and credible. I mean, this is kind of like four out of five dentists recommend, right? This is all of us coming together and saying, look, these are the basic things you need to know. I mean, you're not going to change the Amsler grid. We all know there's wet and there's dry, MACD. So these are this is basic information that's reliable. And I think that's the thing that people really, I really want people to understand is that we're empowering people with accurate information. Yeah. All this information comes from trusted organizations um, and experts in the field. So it's all vetted and, and truthful. It's It's been handpicked and selected. We went through many, many, many materials to really pick the best from each organization. The more you understand about the disease, the more you understand about what you can do for yourself, empowering patients, empowering them with knowledge and information. Because once you're diagnosed, or even if you already have been living with macular degeneration for a few years, this is still information that you may or may not know. So what was the most challenging thing to bring all these groups like Support Site Foundation and others together? What, what, how was that for you? What was challenging about that or what was the most fun? I'm going to ask you two questions. I think it's just making sure that everyone's voice is heard and that we acknowledged everyone's feedback and incorporated it as much as possible into the website and developing it. Of course, there's constraints when you work on any project, sometimes money, sometimes time, sometimes, you know, different opinions and and you want to make everyone happy, of course, as much as you can. So I think that sometimes the challenge is making sure that everyone is happy. And for a, a perfectionist like myself, that really weighs heavily on me and wanting to make sure we have a good 
product that everyone's really proud of. In terms of the most fun part of working on this, as cheesy or as cliche as it might sound, it really is working with and meeting different people and getting to work with these different organizations who are clearly, you know, really passionate about helping patients and caregivers and just this vision community at large. So what did you learn that you didn't know before about macular degeneration? Well, you know, I've always known vision loss to be an issue that some people face. And I think I just didn't realize the breadth at which it impacts your life, which I know might sound silly to listeners who obviously are very well informed about exactly how vision loss can impact their own life or a life of a loved one. It's not just that you can't read a book or you can't watch TV. You, you know, you're thinking about how it impacts your cooking and your daily activities and your work and interacting with your loved ones and just all different things that I don't think I really acknowledged in full until I went through all the different materials and information that's out there and and from talking to each of the founding partners about their experiences working with people in the community. It sounds like it had a profound effect on maybe something, I mean, why you don't necessarily think about it every day, like like I do, like people who are, or suffer from macular degeneration. and It just makes you very aware of things. I mean, i dealing with this in my own, in my personal life, not with vision loss, but with a family member who also faces some health challenges and as a result is in a wheelchair. There are things that just kind of like this project, I never knew until I was in that position and, and seeing it, you know, myself and experiencing it myself and challenges that she's had to overcome as a result of needing some extra physical support. It's very similar to working with people who have AMD. And now I go to websites and automatically look to see, do they have an accessibility feature where, (laughs) where we can change the way, you know, font is displayed and, and color alterations and things like that, that I really had not thought of in full before. So raise your awareness. And that's really, in the end of the day, folks, that is really what we're, what this AMD Central is all about, is raising awareness. You also got something from this experience and that it impacted you in a way that you never thought of. Because I always say losing your vision and you lose your connection to the world. Mm -hmm. And it's precious. And it's something we all have a degree of, of understanding about, even when you need your new glass, new glasses, a new prescription, you can't see right. Mm-hmm. For, you don't even have an eye disease. You just, it's just your everyday life, right? Yeah. Like I wear glasses to for distance and I now it seems, you know, it pales in comparison to losing your vision altogether. My MACD Life is empowered by the Support Site Foundation, and Support Site Foundation is a founding partner to AMD Central. I'm very proud and humbled to be part of that, to be in this group with my esteemed colleagues. And I just want to, you know, I can't say it enough. Thank you to all of them and their hard work. Thank you, Alana, to you and your team at Evoke Kind. The call to action here is tell everyone you know amdcentral.org. Go to it. Check it out. We've got a lot of social media on it. Go to the website and you'll see all the various organizations who are involved in it. Check them out. Click on them. Learn more about them because they are champions for you and champions for the disease and champions for education and patient education. And I just can't say that loud enough from the mountaintop amdcentral.org. It's a really wonderful resource for this community. And hopefully it'll, no pun intended, I guess, open your eyes to what's out there and and get the resources that you need to just live your best life with AMD and overcome the challenges that you might be facing. I think all the partners that were behind this did a great job at bringing the website together. So hopefully you can learn about them as well. And There is a contact page where you can reach out to the AMD Central founders with a question, an idea, a suggestion, just you want to drop them a note to say hello, feel free to do that. But we definitely encourage interaction from community members. I think that's a real also important part of the site is that it's there to serve you. So please let us know your thoughts. 
And I'm going to go ahead and get a plug in for VoteKind because I can't think of any other organization that I would have wanted to work with on this important project. So um, you guys are amazing. And, you know, what else are you doing out there? We have recently wrapped a another project in the ophthalmology space, though it spans a few different disease areas or has since its inception. It's called the STEP program, uh, the Solutions to Empower Patients program. It's sponsored by Novartis and actually Sports Sight Foundation is one of the recipients of recent funding through the program for My MACD Life. And that was one other thing that we did in the ophthalmology community is there was a, a call for entries for innovative projects. And my MACD life was one of the ones that was selected as well as one from one of the other actual AMD central founders, AMDF as well. So kind of paths crossed unknowingly. Um, Small world. Small world there. So we got to work in supporting the ophthalmology community in that way. But right now the company of Okine is working on many, many projects across many different disease areas. So if anyone is interested in learning more about what we do, you can check out our website too at evokekind.com. There's some more information and case studies and good stuff, and you can contact us as well. That's great. Well, thank you for joining us. Thanks for taking your time. And thank you so much for helping to build amdcentral.org. Thank you. And thank you for having me. It's been a really fun experience. This program is empowered by the Support Site Foundation. The Support Site Foundation mission is to save sight for millions of people who suffer from age-related macular degeneration, AMD, and lose their precious vision. As a 501c3 public charity, our goal is to provide patient education and access to low vision resources to help individuals, families, and caregivers whose lives are severely impacted by AMD. We place a high priority on connecting with people, their families, and loved ones who live with the daily struggle of impaired vision. The Support Site Foundation funds innovative research projects conducted by the top scientists in the field who are on a path to discover effective new tools, technology, and treatments for people like you with vision loss. The Support Site Foundation, supportsite.org, S-U-P-P-O-R-T-S-I-G-H-T.org, or call us at 888-681-8773 and connect with us on social media. Thank you. Here's a practical tip for living with macular degeneration. Learn to use your eyes more efficiently. Learn to use a more peripheral part of your retina to see more clearly. You know what that really means, Sean? And this is important because uh, MACD is a central vision disease. Right. So it's really the center, as our as our listeners know. And you can train, you know, you see with your eyes, you see with your brain. So you can train yourself to look through the peripheral part of your vision. So to the side or train yourself for your eyes to move to the side or move your head. So if you're speaking with someone or you're looking at something, you might want to reposition your body until you learn how to do it only with your eyes. So again, just like everything else that takes practice, you really can teach yourself how to do it as well as ears for eyes. Yeah, and Don, when you say ears for eyes, what, what does that mean? Because I think that's a really powerful point. So t- tell our listeners what you mean by ears for eyes. It's pretty simple. Ears for eyes means, you know, get books and magazines on tape. There's an incredible audio library available. There's all kinds of audio books available through uh, Amazon and iTunes and all that jazz. I'm sure folks out there are doing that. And also... There are gadgets out there like talking watches. A lot of people have trouble seeing their watch. They, you know, clocks, uh, talking scales, although I don't know that I would want to use one of those. But anyway, uh, talking glucometers, you know, all kinds of things that use that text-to-speech technology. So that's really ears for eyes. And you can do that at any point of your vision loss, whether you've just started to lose your vision, you know, your eyes get tired. So use your ears. And Don, I've often thought about how fortunate we are 
in, in the modern world that all these things are available to us. That's right. So everyone out there, remember, ears for eyes and try to train yourself to use your peripheral vision. My empty life. Ah. All right. So the best part about talking about AMD Central is getting my colleagues together, two guys whom I have so much respect and friendship and I'm just honored to be in the club with Matt Levine from AMDF, which is American Macular Degeneration Foundation, and my buddy in Kansas City, Dan Roberts with MD Support. And we're chatting here, sharing a little bit with you about why we all got together literally and created AMD Central because we're each of us is a founding partner. When you do something in collaboration, that means working together. That's not always easy to do, right? So let's talk about how we created this. You go first, Matt. I just want to take a quick walk down memory lane because we all do know each other and we all have worked together in various capacities in the past. And I, I, I want to join the Dan Roberts fan club along with you, Dan. <laughs> yeah. uh, in, in that, uh, my first encounter with Dan was when uh, he, Many years ago now, actually, he reached out and said, look, I'm trying to do this online conference for low vision. And it was really a new use of technology at that time. He was trying to create a virtual conference before there were virtual conferences. Uh, I was working at a different foundation at the time, but it was an amazing concept. There were rooms to visit. He created a virtual conference. We participated. So that was my first encounter with Dan. And over the years... That's awesome. And over the years, literally, whenever you're in a group of people talking about macular degeneration and needs for, pe- for people with it or affected by it, Dan's name comes up. Oh, you know, mm-hmm. have, you, have you checked it out with Dan yet? Most people say. <laughs> um, but, <laughs> but it's true that we all did have to come together on this. Even though we're friendly and, and work together, in my mind, I thought, wow, what a great idea. But I also simultaneously thought, wait a second. How is how are these organizations are going to each contribute to something that will in its sum maybe offer something better than each of them individually offers? But the reality of it is all of these organizations are there for patients, and that's our focus. So we set aside any bit of our competitive natures with what we're doing creatively or however way you want to measure our competitiveness. We're really all there for patients. That's, I think, why we all joined, and we created this really incredibly powerful tool that will only grow, I think. Yep, amdcentral.org. What do you have to say about that, Dan? I mean, it's we're, we're talking mutual admiration society here. <laughs> <laughs> I'm thrilled that Matt mentioned that we had met before because now I remember him. I felt a little awkward saying we had all worked together. Now I can be honest about that. <laughs> we did work together, didn't we, Matt? We did. I think we were introduced through Ellen Troyer. Yes. Yeah. Uh, she was a wonderful person. She still is a wonderful person that uh, ties us all together, too. I want to ask uh, the interviewer a question, and that is, how did you get started with this? I have a feeling you're not going to say anything unless somebody asks you. Well, I yes, and thank you for for that. I um, look, you know, about five or six years ago, I realized that, you know, I've been in this business for a while, long enough to understand it, get my arms around it. Met you, Dan. We had to fly to Chicago to meet each other. Talked on the phone. Had some ideas about how we could work together. Matt, of course, I knew from other conferences and things where you know, I thought to myself. This disease is bigger than all of us. And quite frankly, I'm a little tired of of not being able to work together in a way that really serves, as Matt said, the public, the patient education, the caregivers. But what can I do to lead by example? Because I knew that the Support Site Foundation, formerly MVRF, you know, we are lean and mean and mighty and we're purists. That's all we do. Um, like both of your organizations, by the way. But we can't do this alone, right? So I had this idea of collaborating. And then about a year and a half ago, I was in a situation where a somebody with 
some funding, said to me, and this is honestly what he said, what can we do for you? What do you want? And I said, are you kidding? You're asking me that? (laughs) And then that's when I told him. And that was the beginning of it. So we made it happen together. And I couldn't be more proud of it and more excited. And we worked the last six months to get it done, all the two of you and the other founding partners. And it was fun. I, I, I also want to point out that I think some of this was already happening organically. Um, I think each one of our organizations from time to time when contacted by someone with uh, a request for information or a need, if, if any of our organizations couldn't fill that need, we always refer to each other. Yep. We would always say, you know, it's, it's better if you go here. They, they really, this is their focus. This is what they do. Like with Prevent Blindness doing nationwide, you know, um, surveys. We don't really offer that. We offer inter, more interpersonal information stuff. We don't offer support groups. So we always say, go to Dan. So I think this was happening, but to have it all together in one place is really right. Tell folks about why they, we built it for them. We built it for others. So now what's our, what's our advice? What was go there and what do you do? This website, AMD Central, has a wide range of resources. Uh, that alone is what sets it apart. Uh, it's got clinical details about the, the condition. It's got practical advice for living with it. Uh, it was developed uh, with the accessibility needs of the community in mind. The visitors are able to uh, actually, it's a very friendly site. And again, that's because of the creative ideas of all of the founders. Uh, it is uh, the visitor can actually change the display settings uh, to suit their vision and their needs. Uh, it's available both for desktop and mobile uh, platforms. It's available. A lot of the resources are available in print and audio. And I just can't think of anything that we forgot about. Uh, we even have uh, some materials in Spanish. And so we've reached out to the Hispanic community as well. That's awesome, Dan. Thank you for that. And, you know, it's um, the starter kit. Matt, do you want to talk about that? Let's add something in that, that we also want, want folks to or we want folks to know that we haven't mentioned so far. Well, first of all, because there is so much information there, might be hard to, um, even though the navigation is really elegant and you can sort of very quickly get to the particular kind of information you want, but there is so much that there is a starter kit. So we give you a little sampling of what each organization has to offer. That way you get a flavor for which way you might want to go and you might get exposed to some information you hadn't thought you needed, but then realize you did. And I think another thing that ties all this together is the element of trust, because each of these organizations came into being solely for the purpose of improving the lives of those affected by macular degeneration. And each one of them is a trusted source of information in and of themselves. And when we all came together, we each vetted all the information that's on there. So it's like double vetted, trustful, trusted information. It, you're not going to a website which at the end of the day is actually trying to sell you their nutraceutical. <laughs> That's not what we're doing. We're, we're just giving you alt, unadulterated uh, essential information. That's a really great point. So let's sum it up, guys, and as we wind, wind this down. And this has been an awesome conversation, and I love spending time with both of you. You know that. I've never actually spent time with both of you at the same time, so this is exceptional. So <laughs> winding it down, summarizing for folks who are listening, amdcentral.org. Go online, Google it, whatever. Click on it. Join us. Visit. Share the news with everyone you know. You know, email it out to folks, whatever, talk about it. Go online. It's trusted, credible information from the founding partners who worked tirelessly in the last several months to create it just for you. And and also, I want to add this. Think about it like this. Four out of five dentists recommend. So this is a source that's a, that's that's kind of the gist of it. You know, is it's meant to be a place where you can go and feel safe, as Matt said, feel that the information that you're either downloading or reading or sharing has been vetted, 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 
And, and also the spirit of it is inclusive. The spirit of it is, is concise and easy. You know, that's, that was the goal. And then also send us, send, write, send us your information, ask questions, engage with us. You know, we encourage that and we want that. We want that relationship. And I know, Dan, you know, why don't you just add to what, to what Matt and I have summarized? Then we'll do a, a closing cheer. <laughs> you know me, I usually say toast. No, I'm saying cheer because it's the afternoon. Okay, my my dears, days of doing flips are over, though, so the cheer I might have to leave out. I just wanted to mention, I forgot to mention that not only can they get information from this site, but every one of the resources has a link to each of our individual sites for the, where they can go and expand upon that <clears throat> and also find. Let's not forget that we all have our sites, too, and we'd like to have visitors there as well. That, that gives you the, gives the, the visitor the opportunity. Yes, it does. They can go back and forth to all of the all of the sponsors' sites, and just they will they will be able to leave knowing that they're not being left out of anything. Good point. All right, guys. I want to say thank you on behalf of the Support Site Foundation for for everything you do for everyone else out there, but in particular in in your collaborative work with us. And I want to say thank you on behalf of of my MACD life for joining us today and taking time out of your busy days. And I uh, really had a wonderful time with you this afternoon. Really appreciate being here. Thank you. Thank you. special features of my MACD life, as many of our uh, listeners out there know, is that there's a lot of work behind the scenes. My MACD life is empowered by the Support Site Foundation, and the Support Site Foundation is a 501c3 public charity whose mission is to save sight for millions of people and families who suffer from macular degeneration. As a nonprofit entity. Behind the scenes, we have these amazing people who are commit, have committed time, treasure, and talent to the foundation and to ensuring that the resources the foundation has are put to good use, ensuring that the mission of the foundation to change lives and transform lives through science and through patient education and all the programming we do like MAGMACD Life, that it happens with integrity, with love, and with creativity and, and with positivity. And so it is my distinct pleasure, as many of you know, I am the, I have the privilege of being the founder and executive director of the Support Site Foundation. One of the things that's really important is that you know our board members and you hear from them. So it's my privilege to have Dr. Robin Smart. So welcome, Robin. Don, I'm really glad to be here. And thank you for allowing me to talk about something so very important and near and dear to my heart. You got it. You And, and you know what? We're just happy that you feel that way, actually, and that you're with us. One of the things we try to do with these these discussions, these conversations is we want to, we want to dig in a little bit, you know, the, the unique part of my MACD life is that it's about stories and it's about all kinds of stories, whether it's, um, patients with macular degeneration. So I want to start our conversation with a couple things to just think about and share with the audience. You are Dr. Robin Smart, you are a doctor of education, right? And I happen to know that learning is your lifelong passion. Could you share with the audience a little bit about you and why you chose that path and then circle back at the end, if you will, to how important education is to the disease, macular degeneration, and learning to live with it? So Dawn, as you know, I am a lifelong educator. I grew up 
in the city of Philadelphia. I grew up with a, a single mother, a loving family. I spent a lot of time with my, my grandparents. So my grandparents, unlike me, did not have a lot of formal uh, education. Each of them were educated up until uh, the eighth grade, but they were the wisest, smartest people that I've known in, in my lifetime. Education was, was primary uh, for them, and they were determined that not only were their nine children going to be well-educated, well but also their grandchildren. In fact, Dawn, um, I spent the afternoons uh, with my grandparents along with my sisters and while my mother worked a, a second job, and my grandfather taught me how to read. Uh, reading was really, really important. I say he, you know, he, he gave me literacy. Wow. Um, I used to walk to a park with my grandfather. And at that park, my job was to read the Philadelphia Daily News to <laughs> uh, the local neighbors, mostly men gathered around. They were really uh, pleased, right, that a little kid, my grandfather was proud because he was my first teacher, that a little kid could, could read, right, not necessarily under, understand what I was reading, but I could read those words. And here's why this is important, because everything comes full circle. As I learned, you know, to read and I shared literacy with people who perhaps some of them um, maybe couldn't have read the news uh, independently, read the newspaper independently. And my grandfather was really pleased to, to, to be able to share that. But also my grandfather had MACD. Wow. Your grandfather had MAC through degeneration. Did he know what it was back then? Did they name it? He knew some of what it was. Uh -huh. You know, he was really in tune with what was, was happening on a very uh, basic level to, to his eyes and sought as much information as he could about it. Uh, because it was not only, he wasn't necessarily the only person who had MACD, but other people in my family, his, um, some of his children, including my mother, also had, had MACD. But my grandfather, who gave me literacy, eventually lost his sight. That's really a compelling little vignette, because here you are, little girl, Philadelphia, in the community, African-American community, the could the men read? Many of them could, mm -hmm. but some couldn't, right? And so it was about access, right? And, and awareness and, and leveling that, the playing field, right, for everyone. So you were bringing them joy by reading at a young age. And your grandfather was joyful because he was your first teacher and brought you literacy. And then here's these people around you who you probably thought they were old, right? <laughs> Right? right, absolutely. <laughs> I mean, absolutely. Right. So, and now, then, then, did you know that he couldn't see when you were in the park reading to he and his friends, or did was that did that come later? I learned that over time. Uh huh. I I recognized my grandfather was a very deliberate and organized person. Mm. Like I remember recognizing that he kept his his money, his dollars, right in order, like $1 bills and then $5 bills. And then he was very meticulous with things like that, that things in my grandparents' house were in a particular places, that right. there was always water. Right. I learned over time, he used to say he had bad eyes. Wow. So, and you know, that, I mean, I'm sure a lot of the, of our audience can relate because when you can't see, you need things in a particular place and they need to be in exact and precise because that's how you find them. That's how you know where things are. Uh, and he was, so he was coping with his vision loss. Did he hide it, Robin? Did he talk about it? I remember my grandfather referring to his vision loss as, as his having, his eyes were going bad. Mm. One of the things that I think he regretted was the fact that he, he could not read independently. He was a voracious reader. And in fact, when I was in college, I used to come home once a month. And what I would do over that weekend is I would then read to my grandfather. Wow. So you were his eyes, you were his voiceover, you were his read aloud. 
I was. And that was, was, how awesome was that to be able to spend that time with him though? Oh, absolutely special. Mm-hmm. Yeah. That's awesome because we, we often talk about how important it is to have someone, a loved one, a family member, someone in your life who is your eyes. And, and uh, that's not an easy role to play, but it sounds like because you loved each other so much and you were together a lot, no matter what, that that just came natural for the, for the two of you. We were a big family. And one of the things that I also remember is that there was always someone there. There was always someone around. You know, macular degeneration impacts the entire family. Period. Stop. Right? Absolutely. You, Absolutely. You're a living witness. He didn't just lose his vision. We, we all lost something. Mm-hmm. You know, we, we all were affected by the impact of the disease. Mm-hmm. So it was a ripple effect. Is that right? Absolutely. For decades. For decades, because, you know, I, I have uncles that um, that had MACD, my mother, um, an aunt, and um, my youngest sister. Yeah. So I need to just point out to folks that macular degeneration is genetic. It is can be hereditary. It doesn't have to be, but... You know, there's varying research, but I'm going to just say this out loud and publicly that there is, there's data that shows that if one or both of your parents has or had it, you're three times more likely. So that what you just said proves that it, it runs in families. So fast forward, your, your uncles, his brothers, uncles, uncle, his mm-hmm. brother, your mother, and now it's now it's in her generation. Now it's your sister. Okay? So talk about that. Talk about what that was like for you because were you scared that you were going to be the next one? Oh, I was scared. My my mother, I was absolutely scared as a, a you know, as a child and and my mother, you know, was petrified I think she wasn't scared of many things but that petrified her so if in fact you know you said anything was was happening with with your eyes you know the next thing that you knew you were at Will's Eye or you were at you know someplace with right you know with a specialist because she she um, wanted to be certain and she felt a, a, a high level of responsibility for the effects of the disease and the possibility of that in our lives. Right. Because she knew what it was like and it's fear. It creates fear. I mean, you know, we know that the number one fear people have is losing their vision. No matter, no matter what though, there's 600 diseases of the eye, but of course, you know, MACD is 20 million Americans. It's one in four basically over the age of 65. So it is fearful. And that's why we do this that's why we do this foundation. That's why we do My MACD Life. Because sharing your story and sharing, you know, that that experience, I'm sure there's a lot of people out there who can totally relate to it. You know, my sister found out as when she was a, a teenager about, you know, a, about the, the possibility. She started having some challenges with, with her sight. Thinking about, you know, we all imagine what our lives are going to be like. And mm-hmm. so she she had to begin to reimagine what 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 her life might might be like and to prepare given the experience of many of the people in our family pre- prepare for the possibilities and to learn as much as she could um about the the disease and and how it might impact her and how it has impacted others and living life with the vision loss. So that was that Stargardt's? Did yes. they call it that? Yes. Did they do? Yeah. They yeah. did. It's juvenile macular degeneration. Mm-hmm. Well, this is why your leadership and we're, I'm so grateful for it, by the way, if I haven't said that already, for your leadership on the foundation board, your experience and your, your knowledge as an educator, your, your leadership as uh, as a leader, <laughs> I know that sounds kind of silly, but you know, what do you want to tell people who are listening based on your experience personally and now as a, as a board member is the most important thing that they need to understand about this disease? 
So Dawn, I first really want to say that I wanted to be a part of of your board because of the the importance that it is that that everyone from every capacity of life and stand life standing is educated about this. MACD affects so many people, young and and old. And as someone who believes in education as the great equalizer, who believes in, you know, uh, research and the, the positive effects and outcomes that research can have on the lives of people, I am committed to working with, with you and the foundation because you really are you have a commitment to changing the lives of, of people with MACD for the better. You give me goosebumps, oh. girl. <laughs> <laughs> I'm serious. I, I just, this is so incredible. And so let's, let's swing it a different way. Okay, I'm ready. I'm ready. This is my thing I've been doing lately, by the way. So it's not just yes. you. Okay. So, and by the way, folks who are listening, Rob, Dr. Smart, I always start out Rob, (laughs) Dr. Smart has no idea I'm going to ask her this question. That's the beauty of it. If you had five minutes with anyone and it does not matter what you're doing, past or present, who would that be? My grandfather, full circle, to say thank you because of the trajectory that he he um he began in in my life, which allowed me to change the lives and impact the lives of so many others. You know, I have bigger goosebumps than I had two minutes ago. Oh my god, <laughs> I love it. So, other than what you mentioned earlier, why is being on the board important to you? Because this is this is real because of the authenticity, Dawn, that, that, to be honest, because it starts with the leader that you have shown since I've known you and your commitment to this. I mean, uh, the first few words when I first, when I met you, that you said to me were about this, were about what you, oh, that's <laughs> yeah, right. were about that's what right. you were tears it, Years ago. And so I, I know, you know, that you're in it for the long haul. And that that you will give your all to make sure that that you can can positively impact and and change the lives of all of these people who, you know, who need someone like you to be a champion for them. Well, thanks for jumping on the ship with that because we're sailing, <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> and everybody out there needs to jump on board. Absolutely, right, <laughs> give their time, talent, and and funding to this because it's important. What's your final thought about all of this and about the future? Just your final thought in this conversation. I'm so glad that I'm here, Dawn, and I'm so glad that I have an opportunity to support in a way that can help. And I know that there are many people who are out there who who need the support, who need the care, who will benefit from, from the research. And so I just hope that there's something that we we said today that will allow more people to to kind of jump on the bandwagon and join us. Thank you, Robin. You're awesome. All right. Well, good afternoon. My name is Bill Kilroy. I'm Vispero's Senior Sales Director for the Northeast, and I'm joined by my colleague, Mike Wood, Strategic Accounts Manager for Education for Vispero. Hey, everybody. Mike and I are very pleased to be on this podcast, My MACD Life, and we hope to tell you a little bit more about our organization and the types of tools we produce. Vispero is the world's largest assistive technology for the visually impaired. Our field of specialty is assistive technology. In our world, for Vispero, that means serving people with our products who are blind or low vision. Throughout this podcast, we hope to highlight key products in our line that can enhance people's lives, and we look forward to speaking with you. So the tool that we're going to focus on today is a basically a pocket-sized device, Mike. It's uh, our comp from our Optelec division, yes. um, which is one of the several brands that uh, is under the Vispero umbrella. So there's Optelec, there's Freedom Scientific, there's Enhanced Vision. Those are the low vision 
and no vision manufacturers. And then we have a services uh, unit, uh, the Pasiello Group. They they work with with companies and consult with them to make you know their 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 tools, their websites, their application that they're developing more accessible, so that you know more people in the community, regardless of ability, can can access those types of tools. We're giving you physical tools that you can put in a shirt pocket or carry with you that in this case, the Compact 6, it's a portable video magnifier. You know, you can put on your desk in front of you that you can um, magnify a document anywhere from, I want to say, two to 24 times. Gives you upwards of three hours of battery life, which doesn't sound like a lot of life if you think about it. Um, But it's for spot reading. It's something that, you know, think of this as a magnifying glass, but instead of holding one fixed focus magnifying lens, you're, you're holding 30 or 40 of them. And, you know, so I can, I can walk over to the um, thermostat and I can raise or lower the temperature in my home very easily. I can take somebody's business card uh, while I'm out shopping and I can quickly look at that. Filling out uh, the Kino numbers for myself at the restaurant after I've viewed the menu and I'm, you know, filling out the numbers that I want to do with Kino. That's probably a bad example, but we don't encourage in gambling. But those are some of the activities that you might do. But, you know, what I love about the Optelec line um, is they look, they do a great job in sort of the look and feel of the device. So there are a lot of magnifiers out there, handheld electronic magnifiers. But these guys you know, they, they use a touchscreen, you know, so it's like having a, a mini, mini, mini iPad, you know, in front of you. You, you. you press the screen and you can raise or lower the magnification. You tap an icon for high contrast and you can change your color combination so that you can view the um, information that's, that's more attuned to your eye condition. You know, if you need high contrast, white on black, black on white, yellow on blue, those types of things, it's all built in. Um, and again, just the versatility is great because, you know, when you're done with it, put it in your pocket or put it in your purse, your backpack, and just on to the next place. And, you know, the one thing too, Bill, I think with the Compact 6 that I really like is it's super high tech. You know, the high tech part of it is it's got that built-in Bluetooth capability. So if you're using a Bluetooth headset uh, you can, or a Bluetooth external speaker or something, you know, you can Bluetooth it to that and push the audio out to that. And then the Miracast. So, you know, a lot of these smart TVs at home are coming with Miracast. So I had a, a person that I had um, demoed this to a couple of years, well, I guess about a year and a half ago. And he had a large 70-inch flat screen TV, you know, mounted up on his living room wall. He was able to use Miracast to push out the image from this Compact 6 to that giant TV screen on the wall and view what he was viewing under the Compact on the wall on that 70-inch TV. So it's spectacular. You know, now you've got huge image of your book or, you know, your mail, things like that. And then one of the key things is the OCR built into this, right? Right. You've got that capability. And for those that don't know, you know, OCR, optical character recognition, better known as just scanning and reading. So you could have this, you know, read you the material as well. You can store it on here. So for me, in the education market, it's spectacular. But across all age groups, you know, it's, it's a really flexible, easy to use and intuitive. I think that's the other thing. Intuitive. And you had mentioned the design. You know, I know that a uh, gentleman I met out at one of our conferences was complimenting the fact that on the sides, when you take it out of that reading stand, uh, it's got kind of indents for your hand, you know, your fingers to hold it nicely on each side. So if you are holding it up to something in the grocery store, um, you know, reading you know, nutritional value things or price tags in the grocery store, or if you're traveling and you're reading the bus schedule that's posted up on the wall, you know, you can do that. It's nice. No, I, I think you, you, you nailed it. Uh, the versatility of being able to not only magnify something. And, and again, we talk about there's, there's a couple of modes where you can magnify. You know, you can have it in its stand and you can just move it on top of your print material. You can close the stand and hold it up. Again, you can vary the magnification, just like you're holding a magnifying glass. Again, we focus on durability with these units. So they're designed to, you know, give you a great image they're designed to be extremely easy to use and usable, but we take great care in engineering these so that they can take some abuse. We don't want you abusing them. We want you to take good care of them, but they're not 
they're going to, you treat them well, they will last you a good long time. And, you know, if you want to try them out, let us know. You can always go to www.vispero, that's V-I-S-P-E-R-O.com. Uh, and from there, you can be linked to all of the different uh, brands under the Vispero umbrella. So you can go to Freedom Scientific, Optilec Enhanced Vision, or the Paciello Group from Vispero.com and learn more about these products. My MACD Life was created by the Support Site Foundation to serve the macular degeneration community. This award-winning educational podcast is one of a kind and is an innovative way to strengthen and empower people who are living with MACD. My MACD Life is made possible by generous tax-deductible donations from people like you. To donate today, visit mymacdlife.org forward slash donate. Hey, everyone. Thank you so much for spending time with us today. We're really glad you're here. Please come back. Yeah, it's definitely a privilege and a pleasure. And remember, for more information, please go to mymacdlife.org. We have all sorts of resources and info there for patients who have MACD and their families. And remember to join us next time on My MACD Life. Thanks for being with us on My MACD Life, the podcast with a vision to bring hope, optimism, perspective, and education to our listeners. For more information and many great, incredible resources, visit mymacdlife.org. This program is supported by amazing listeners like you. During the season of giving, please consider a donation to keep our mission moving forward. Remember to subscribe to this podcast on iTunes or wherever you get your podcasts. Until next time, keep living with hope.